John, which part that you fell asleep to is your favorite? Oh my god, what have I done? Eggs Benedict Cumberbatch. Who the fuck is singing? Yeah, again, I don't know why I'm defending any of this. Okay, so I was right. Suck it, Zach. Love I it. will I fucking end you. <laughs> oh no, and this is the crazy thing about balls. Like, the more... The more <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 22 of Middle of the Row, the podcast. This week, we're continuing our flashback, but also folding in a new release. Uh, we're just doing it a little bit sooner than we might have thought, as we're going to be discussing The Cloverfield Paradox as our new release, and we are combining that with uh, the 2008 original Cloverfield. We are going to do this a few times, where we're going to talk about a couple movies that relate to each other in the same week, whether it be from the same quote-unquote series, as it is with Cloverfield, or it might be a connection like a director or something, or it could just be genre, or it could just be completely random. Probably not completely random, but... Um, Probably a couple MCU ones, I would assume, down the road. Yeah, I'm sure that will happen as we go. Uh, that will happen in May. I think that's our next planned... No, no, we're going to do um, another one before that. A horror double feature, if you want to figure it out. Um, a what? But to Horror. A horror the one we oh. were just talking about earlier. Oh, yeah, no, 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 I was thinking of... Okay, yep, 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 yep. Um, I'm a little disappointed that I got that last. Yeah. Yep. We're pretty much running through all your all your choices first. Yeah, I don't know how it worked out like that, but... I think it's because um, I looked six months ahead. I like that, I like that, I like that, you know. Rest of the year be um, damned, I guess. So, first... We're going to treat it like it's a new release episode, um, like we've done in the past. So we're going to give some brief thoughts on Cloverfield Paradox, the Cloverfield Paradox, <laughs> and then uh, jump into spoilers for both films. And you can assume spoilers for 10 Cloverfield Lane as well. I did not rewatch it for this podcast but it's only a couple years old and i remember it pretty clearly but i know lauren rewatched it i don't know if ben did ben i did not get a chance to but i saw okay. it like two months ago again so i'm okay. it's pretty fresh if you want to listen to this podcast please have watched the cloverfield series if you don't want to get spoiled so again before we, i guess first before we jump in i'm gonna let ben tell us why he picked the original cloverfield to be one of his flashback picks uh, as he is our picker again this week. Uh, to me, I think Cloverfield is one of the best found footage movies, and I also think it's one of the best monster movies in a long time. Uh, I also loved... Uh, part, part of why I wanted to bring it up is because of the way it was advertised. Uh, the series has an infamous kind of viral blitz ad, uh, way of getting their movies out there uh for the first one it was announced what four or five months before but it was the it was just uh 11808 i think it was yeah, just there the was title no was title and we had there, i mean it was just like you could tell there was something like there was something in the movie like some kind of creature and i remember my friend and i at the time were like oh, it's a godzilla movie and it you know totally turned out to not be a godzilla movie 
Um, but we both walked away very impressed after finally seeing it, you know, those months later. Uh, I, I loved kind of like the, the way everything works in the movie, that the lack of an explanation really just kind of like, you know, when, when Godzilla attacks in a movie, it's like, oh, well, he came from here because of this and this and this. And it's like, well, we wouldn't really, if there was something like of that caliber, we wouldn't really know probably what it was or where it came from. So I liked that kind of mysterious uh, vibe to it. Um, I mean, that's that's essentially what I love, that the mystery, the way it was advertised, and just for you know, mixing up two, or mashing together two really, two of my favorite genres into one. Did you, what were the found footage movies before this one? Um, uh, I, th- I liked Blair Witch. I thought it was very mm-hmm. overrated, but I enjoyed it. Um, there was that, there was Paranormal Activity. Yeah, I was gonna say the other one was Paranormal Activity, which uh, blew my socks off. Quarantine was the same year. So Wreck would have been before that. I didn't see Wreck until after I saw Quarantine, so I, I would assume I hadn't seen Wreck until um, after Cloverfield. Gotcha. So this was a pretty established genre. It wasn't just Blair Witch and then... No, no, I mean, it was just like... I mean, but it's, I think still, it was... it's only a... It's not even a handful. Well, I mean, yeah. well-known ones, there's like four of them. Yeah. But it was like, it was, I think, something... At the time, it wasn't an overdone genre. It was... Yeah. It was kind of mm-hmm. almost new and, uh, so and I was, was like it was definitely another, the largest found footage yeah so I was just excited to see that um, and I think someone at the time I didn't really know who this this JJ Abrams guy was at the time um, and when I asked uh, should have been watching lost brah or alias <laughs> I know and I asked a good friend of mine and he's like oh dude your JJ Abrams has got this don't worry you're gonna love this and I'm like Oh, okay, and I did. Um, <clears throat> so, For the record, this is a Matt Reeves movie, but yes. Yeah, but I mean, like, he... But it's Bad Robot! Yeah, and it's like, it's kind of like, once once he, once he that happened, it was this... It's the same thing for me with, like, Guillermo del Toro. If his name's on something, I'm usually like, ooh, you know? And mm-hmm. I know, uh, Zach and I, I know we don't really agree on, like, um... Like how much the influence the producer has. Like I love any like most of the movies Del Toro has produced. I think are fantastic. Like um, Mama and the Orphanage, and they definitely well, have his touch. Well, it's and I produce feel like, produce first, executive produced is the difference. Producer has a very okay. strong influence. Okay, yeah, but I, my my feeling is just like you could. It has their touch, um, and Cloverfield definitely has Abrams' touch on it. You can you can just kind of feel it and see it when you're watching the movie okay um well that brought it 10 years later it brings us to the ultimate i think the closest thing to the jj abrams touch to the cloverfield paradox the new film we're talking about today is that this was like the ultimate delivery of a movie mystery box movie for jj abrams and that i mean if you if you've been following all three of us were aware there was another Cloverfield movie being made. It was being it was called God Particle. I only, the only reason I knew about it, be, though, was because of you. 
and we were also we were also aware that there was like even a fourth one kind of on the way a couple days beforehand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um and we it, we knew we knew God Particle got delayed a couple months, so we were anticipating this episode to happen in April. But um, then we heard rumors Netflix was maybe trying to scoop this up as well to put on streaming, uh, as they had bought the international rights to the upcoming Annihilation movie from Paramount as well. So there seemed to be some cadence to that rumor. But um, I was complaining to these guys and was hopeful that it did not go that way. I wanted to see the next Cloverfield movie on the big screen, having been a fan of the last couple movies. But uh, running a commercial very early in the middle of the Super Bowl and then basically announcing online that the movie you could watch the instant the, the, the game ended was um, incredible marketing. Uh, no movie of this size has ever not been... <laughs> Technically, nobody, most people didn't know it even existed, and then you could watch it two hours later. Uh, that's kind of remarkable. And um, unfortunately, I, it, it was a god awful, terrible movie, um, according to me. I wrote up a review for it that night. I just had to get it off my chest. It was so bad. And um, yeah, I, I was not a fan of the Cloverfield Paradox. And which was really disappointing for how big a fan I was of the first two movies. Yeah, we can get into that later. But um, I'm going to let Ben go real quick because I don't think he's going to disagree with me on the Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, no, I'm not. It is it is awful. Um, I, I don't want to go into spoilers, so I'll just... Uh, it. I think it, it had an interesting premise that was totally... Uh, it was taken for a ride on a cliche story with nothing really new or interesting or original. Um, I don't think any of the characters, aside from uh, the main character, did anything other than kind of be... It's like, you can tell they're from, you know, different countries, but I don't care about any of them. Like, I don't know anything about them. I don't, I you know, I don't even really like them. Um, uh... There's a twist involving one character that if you don't see it coming, it's because you probably haven't seen any thriller movie ever. Um, I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. I think I know what he's talking about. Yeah, well, we, we can go into it into spoilers. Um, it felt like a very... Like, this movie felt like just a really cheap, uh, hackneyed, but expensive version of, like, Sunshine. Uh which is a much better How movie. How dare you put those things in the same sentence? <laughs> it, it it hurts me physically to say so, but oh my god. Sadly, um, more people have probably seen this movie than I've probably. seen Sunshine at this point. That, that also is just so disappointing. But um, it is just an awful movie. It's uh, bad. Ben thinks yeah, it's bad. Move yeah, on. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Well, I'm not. I'm angry, but I'm good. Go ahead. <laughs> Lauren? Um... I did not like it either. Uh, (laughs) I'm sure you guys aren't surprised with that, although we don't agree all the time, so who knows. But it's just, the one thing I can say about it is that, like, the rule of the movie was that there are no rules. And that's a horrible thing to base a movie around. 
storytelling wise. Yeah, especially when yeah. you don't have a conceit to back up. There are no rules. Like the, the <laughs> like the event that leads to there being no rules like wasn't even really well explained. So you're just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like the acting, I don't know if it was just the editing or writing, but the acting seemed pretty bad and like choppy and like awkwardly, like they didn't feel like they were interacting with situations and the others <laughs> correctly. <laughs> they are, yeah, I, I blame the script yeah. personally. Um, I would hope it's the script because there are some good people in this movie. Yes, yeah. the cast is excellent. I mean, it's a... Again, J.J. Abrams, if a movie comes out of Bad Robot, it's going to have a really good cast. And that also hurts. That makes the movie hurt even more yeah. that it didn't work at all. But but for one last non-spoilery thought, I think the, the film is just also a tonal mess. It, it, it just has no idea what it's yeah, supposed to yeah. be from scene to scene. Yes, definitely. Um, and I understand... I mean, mixing genres is one thing, but, like, it's almost from each, from every awkward run down a hallway, it's a new movie when they turn the corner, and, um... Oh, and yeah. the humor, like, there are attempts at humor, and it's just I think sad. the jokes were kind of funny, but like, they just didn't yeah, fit. Yeah, thank goodness for Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. Because he definitely <laughs> I mean, had some moments where I was like, oh, that's... Yeah, I can like this movie for that one second. <laughs> um, it makes it almost worth sitting through this particular scene. Yeah. The 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 there was a cut. I'm gonna try to talk this around spoilery. Yeah, there are numerous. Oh cuts. no, it doesn't matter. There was one cut in the fight. One of the last fight of the movie. Yes, they start fighting. Oh, I bet I know what um, you're talking about. <laughs> but. I did laugh, and I was like, oh, that was clever. But um, let's get into that in our spoiler section. And again, the spoiler section will be for both the Cloverfield original, 10 Cloverfield Lange, and the Cloverfield Paradox. So spoilers? Sure. Spoilers. 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 Um, the cut to the hand just tapping yes. its fingers in the middle of that fight was really fucking. Although funny. I'm so angry that was probably the best that thing that in the movie <laughs> didn't like move on to like the hand saving the day. It's like yeah. that would have been the but, only like I would have been like, okay, movie, you got me for a second, like, but no. But, but it's like, why did they cut to it and then not have anything with it? I was so frustrated with that. Yeah, why? I, did I, the, why did the hand know to look inside his chest? So. I actually yeah, was asking knows? about that. Um, so, uh, I was just so people, so people are aware, my critique on this movie is just going to be lots of questions, I imagine. Yeah. yeah and, but so I read a little bit about that, and people were like, well, it's, it's, you know, that guy's arm from the other universe. And my, I'm like, oh, but that still okay. doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but how would it know that someone's got worms in his stomach and part of the ship? Or like, hey guys, hand me a pencil. <laughs> or how would it know how to crawl along the ground if it's like? So are we supposed to just assume that also, this arm has be, a mind of its own? Yeah, I would also be freaking the hell out if my arm got chopped off by a wall. Yeah, he was just like me arm. Around. 
Yeah, he's just like, oh, look, my arm's my arm's right and stuff. This is yeah, weird. he was way it's too like, calm. No, dude, this is scary. Like, be scared of your arm. I you actually know? wonder if this movie. So this movie is clearly would have gotten an R rating. Yeah. I think, um, just from the gore. I wonder if the movie was PG thirteen. If Paramount still would have, they, I bet they would have thought they could have got their money back if they had a PG thirteen movie on their hands. Yeah. But um, yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't even know what passes for R rated gore anymore. Um, I mean Elizabeth Debicki was like pretty fucked up in that wall though. Um, how would yeah. how would she know that uh, Schmidt was? Who's Schmidt? The German. Oh, the, the German. The German. Yeah, yeah. You could tell he was German because they talked about him, like, working for the German military. But, God, it was just... How did she know what he was okay, doing? Okay, first of all, we should probably go into what actually happened in this whole... Okay. Like, two different can, places we're talking about. I can do that pretty quickly. Okay. So, they build a particle accelerator on a space station that will apparently be a perpetual motion machine that will allow limited limitless energy that will help solve the world's energy woes which is on the verge of war all across Europe and everywhere to Do do we ever get a date for this movie year-wise? No, okay. it's vaguely future, I think. Um and don't let me forget to get on to the stu- the, the flashbacks to Gugu Hamilton's um, husband on the, her Earth. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> I mean, that was that was just horrible. Um, I'm wondering if that is. I've heard people assume that is the bit they they might have reached. They've added that. I to think kinda so because I was reading Cloverfield trivia movie. and I couldn't tell if like J.J. Um, Abrams like bought the movie and then made it a Cloverfield movie because he did that with Ten Cloverfield Lane. Well, they they produce both movies, I think, but then like, they, I don't, they weren't was it made originally supposed to be as Cloverfield yeah. movies, yeah. And you could definitely but feel I, that. But I th- I think this fourth one might have been conceptualized as being a Cloverfield movie, but I think the idea I think God Particle was probably around before Ten Cloverfield Lane came out, and apparently Ten Cloverfield Lane was turned into a cloverfield movie yeah by, it was a different at, at, like literally the last minute like the, yeah, nobody I mean, I, knew it was going to be a cloverfield movie not even the actors yeah yeah, yeah uh, nobody so um okay but so the, they can i say that was actually one of my big beefs too was the ending felt just so the ending like, is awful on. this on one a, or in the... a million ways this oh, one. The, yeah, it was oh, like no, ten if people were upset with Ten Cloverfield Lane, they're going to be extremely angry with this one. Because <laughs> we went um, from like so, ten minutes to a minute. So yeah, plot. This one's I'm like gonna... a god awful movie, and then it's like, oh yeah, we're going to attach it to this movie you actually really like. No fuck, keep it away, like far away. Okay, but like out of sight. I'm okay, going to finish telling yeah. people what <laughs> happens. Sorry, in this sorry. Movie. So. Um, we learn over a montage of the credits that takes place over two years that they haven't been able to successfully fire this particle accelerator yeah. to the point that it starts producing energy. They had done 46 tests already. Yes. And they only have three left, we learn. Um, which they really stressed that in the beginning and then they don't bring that up 
at the end of the movie when they're like, this is literally our last chance. <laughs> like, nobody says that. Because um, that's the third time they had done it. Yeah. Uh, since they told us they had three left. But they do it, and then they make the Earth disappear. So they think. But actually, they I guess they bend time as well. Because... They, I guess it's well, an alternate that's the question, version though. of reality. Did they? Yeah. I don't know. They go to an alternate dimension and move. Like. Yeah, they're on the other side of the the orbit of Earth, essentially. Um, and they're also in another timeline, which we discover when they find a crew member who knows Hamilton, who's our lead, played by Gugu Mothral. Um, is and that's the Elizabeth Debicki character of reference. She's in the wall of the ship, and they cut her out. And she's like, "I know you, but you aren't on the ship." And we discover that she is actually from the other. What was the name of the ship? Does anybody remember? Or Culverfield Station? Duh. Um, <laughs> she was on this version of Earth's Culverfield Station, but um. Which actually, one of the better, one of the better bits of the actual writing and story, is we learn that Hamilton stayed behind in this version of Earth because her daughters weren't killed in a uh, fire. Son and daughter. Son and daughter were killed in a fire in OG Hamilton's timeline. <laughs> I mean, because... that's fine, but I feel like there's so many stories where it's like the mom is upset about children. Like, mm -hmm. it was just, what that's was it? True. Gravity did that. Uh, that's true. But I wasn't expecting it. I know. It's just, I and feel I was like, like oh, can women have different motivations? Yes, that's true. Very true. But it was a glimmer of hope for a minute yeah. until she, like, acted completely irrationally when they're yeah. like, no, there's another you down there. You can't go down there. And also, screw my it husband. <laughs> Yes, screw my husband. He would want me to do it. I had a hard time sympathizing with her after that. It's just like, yes. I don't care if you live anymore. And then her rationale is like, well, I know that version of me, which I've never met or seen for two seconds on a video, is definitely sucking. Like, she's assuming the exact same thing's going to happen, even though it's been established this exact same things doesn't ha i don't yeah i yeah, yeah. i mean that just down. goes to how yeah. bad everything is so beyond that crazy shit starts happening on the ship as well because they say the two they float out the idea that the two realities are trying to merge together into one but yeah, then they do, they don't really this, they don't they don't address that any further in the movie after they say that um and then like there's no explanation for why Chris O'Dowd's, like, metallic sealer stuff decides it wants to murder him. Yeah, there are numerous um, situations in this movie where I swear the ship is sentient in trying to kill them. Yes. Because it... Yes. Like, they're playing it as this multidimensional movie, but so much other stuff happens. It's like, okay, how does that connect to a multidimensional theory? Because I understand her being in a wall. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Yes. But like all of a sudden, the where the woman gets frozen, but, and then the door rips yes. open, or the rips open, and then she's frozen in water because suddenly she's drowning for some reason. Well, <sighs> well, that was the thing. It was like she tells she tells Daniel Brule to run a simulation, and then I think she was checking on the place where the water was supposed to ventilate or whatever. Uh, uh, so it made sense 
that she was in the place but where water was supposed to go. Would have, like waited for the go ahead from her. Well, I know, but no, that's the thing. He ran like a simulation. He wasn't even running the real thing, but then the real thing happened. Okay. And Can I have to that? admit, oh. the one, one, hold on one second, Ben. I will give another film, the film, another credit. I thought there was a couple cool deaths in the movie. That being one of that them. one, I that one I couldn't take seriously because knowing it's J.J. Abrams, I was just like, "Who's gonna write not Penny's boat on her and put like on her hand and put that on the internet?" Because she kept slamming her hand into the window. <laughs> you should make that meme and put it on Twitter. If you I thought about yet. doing it, but it was never like close enough, like close up to her to write it. But um, something I actually thought was really funny. The only thing I thought that was funny in this movie was. Uh, the fact that they'd been on the station for two years mm-hmm. and they couldn't figure out the condensation was a problem. Yes. Until it's like, okay, let's look at something that's totally not related. Oh, I, I found it. I found it, guys. We're good. Well, they found it because they ventilated because of the fire. But didn't it's, the fire it's, happen no, because they achieved it in the first place? Because the fire no happens idea. after they actually successfully launch the thing, right? No, the fire happens. They successfully with, with launched Chris O'Dowd, it and right? Something went wrong. Yeah. Uh, Who the fuck? Knows? Yeah, I don't know. Like so much of this just go, like blends together because it's so like scatterbrained itself that I can't remember the oh, timeline. The question, the other question, I want to ask so the dude uh, Volkov, like his eye moving around, was that because oh. of? Like, he suddenly started talking to worms in his head. <laughs> yeah, that was also like, what the fuck? Like, okay, Because so then I was I like, when about... they were talking to the guy yeah. earlier, I was like, is it demons now? Like, what well, is the happening? Thing I, the thing, I, I read about that the same place where they talked about the arm, so it still makes no sense. But it's like he was talking to someone from another universe through the mirror. But I'm like... But they but don't show the... that to us at all. You yeah, have to let the, the audience in on that? what's happening. So Ben, yeah. it sounds like Ben found the corner of the internet that I couldn't wait to read <laughs> about the people who have to defend this to the death that oh, it all actually that's, makes sense. That's my husband. Like oh, he's no. defending it. <laughs> like I got angry that's... with him last night because I was like, it makes no sense. And he's like, Yeah, that's the point. It doesn't have to make sense. It's like that's not good storytelling. That was oh my god. I was You're like, wrong, Kyle. So I gotta say I gotta say when uh when they had the uh the news the newscaster on mm-hmm. talking to the the scientist and he's just like okay and then you know demons could come from you know anywhere and monsters from beneath the sea and i'm like you guys want to lay it on a little thicker yeah I mean, well i'm not sure what you guys are leaning up to i mean here. yeah because he gave different examples so that's why i was like maybe all the examples he gave are happening at once on this ship <laughs> but, but then um Oh god, what was the other? So apparently he has that guy has the same last name as uh John Goodman's character. Uh Stambler. And, I'm looking at the IMDb yeah, right now. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like Oh, so, that makes well it doesn't make sense, but it's like yeah, they would be related. <laughs> it's another connection for some stupid reason. And another random and connection. Say, John Goodman's character had like mail from Japan and that's where the guy in the first movie was going. Like, why are these connections there? (laughs) I I never, ever thought I would be pissed off seeing Clover again. And I was furious. Yeah, It's like, how many random things can we name Cloverfield? (laughs) And is it, is it not even, it's not even Clover, is it? I mean, it's, it's, 
bigger, and I guess there's a bunch of them. Oh yeah. Multiple, I got like, really I, confused at the end because I was like, for a second, when they showed the um, the pod coming back to Earth, I was like, ooh, maybe that could... Because I was trying to figure out the timeline. And I was like, oh, maybe that's the pod coming back at the end of the first was, movie. But then it doesn't make sense because there's a yeah. giant monster right next to it. But like for the life of me, I was trying to figure out the timeline and I can't do it. <laughs> also, well, here's the thing. I don't know if we're... Supp- I mean, I think this I think movie actually is trying universes. to... Yeah, that's what like, I was wondering. Explore. It's like, are yeah. all three of these movies different dimensions? Yeah, yeah, I don't think we're supposed to... But a part of this movie feels... Part of this movie makes me feel like they wanted this to explain how they're all connected. Yeah. But Cause, it's cause less Kyle, connected. Shit. Kyle's argument was this movie is what created the monsters. Like, it explains the monsters of the first one. Like, the monsters came in from another dimension, and that's how they're suddenly on the Earth. It's like, no, because in the first didn't movie, they say you see something crash down, and it's clearly a space alien. But mm-hmm. It's like, so, but then oh, it's it, like, so it maybe crash. the monster from the first was... movie is teleported to this movie because they're different dimensions, and they screwed everything up with their particle accelerator. But it's, uh, in the first movie, it's not something, it's not a monster, it's a satellite that's crashing in, in the ending of Cloverfield. Where did you hear that? It's, it's something I read. It's it's a Tara Tuga, whatever that company is. Mm. Um, I always read that as that was supposed to be the monster because you're supposed to. Like, but I the, think the monster the is designer, on there in some capacity. The creature designer of the first one was saying that the monster was a newborn. That was the premise they were going with, and that's why yeah. it's freaking out in the city. So like, I just, just yeah, it could like a egg could be on the satellite or something. <laughs> Who knows. Well, I, I was almost positive because... See, that's um, frustrating, too. It's like, give us these details in the movie. I don't want to do all this extra reading to figure out what the heck's going yeah. on. And it's also, like, I what pissed me off, too, is the, the teaser was, like, find out how it all began. It's like, I, now I just <laughs> Did have, we? I have more questions. You didn't yeah. answer any of the ones I had, and now it's I like, have like, okay, more. maybe so, an alien thanks for that. crashed through the Cloverfield thing in the other dimension, and that's why it exploded. <laughs> I was like, I've been trying, I'm trying to find so many excuses for this movie to make sense. It's like, please don't be as bad as you actually are. Because I like this yes. universe, but it's also a garbage well, What universe. was as bad as it actually was, was the stuff on Earth, which was just like, yeah, the- made no sense. Like, I understand it- having the connection to her husband, but why do we have this whole story about him finding a little girl and going into mm-hmm. a bunker? There's no mm-hmm. reason for it. Well, and he, he just happened to have like, a friend guys, with a bunker? The bunker was like, it looks like... Exactly. When he was going LA, to the dumper... <laughs> dumper. When he was going to the bunker, I was like, oh, what if it's Tink Cloverfield Lane? Like, none of my my thoughts in the moment make sense, obviously. But it's like, <laughs> yeah. I was just, I'm still just... But, you're, watching these movies, you're always trying to find connections to the previous movies. And then they I don't say, have them. Except there was a I monster will... in that one scene in the, like, smoke. Yeah. That was the only shot of the movie where I was like, ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I liked that. Because I was like, ooh, is it something kind of like Clover? Apparently it Only was equally, of- equally as bad as that was the horrendous set piece where it's a disrespectful to call it that. So I guess <laughs> um, Chris O'Dowd had just gotten murdered by... Like glue. metal, metal <laughs> filaments. <laughs> yes, and then caused a fire, 
explosion. Then they, I didn't understand what was happening as they explained it. But um, David Oyolo is like, who's played the captain. Um, he's like, all right, three of us need to go do this thing. And then they proceed to slowly walk across <laughs> r- rubble. Oh my God. Yeah. Open a door. All they had to do was throw one lever while they were there. Did not require three people. And then, like, the most completely unearned pathos for him sacrificing himself. But then at the same time, why did he not just open the door when it spun around and jump the fuck back to the space station? Who knows? Like, I just, I thought it was so funny because it was like his F.U. way of being like, you have to stay with this ship, Hamilton. Suck on that because I'm not here anymore. (laughs) Yeah, like, technically, they could go save him. In that, like, like he's gonna die because they don't have oxygen. But I like, legit don't remember what happened to him. Like I must have been really tuned out at this point. He 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 and was in the part that they. He was in a part portion of the station. Yeah, that they I remember him talking through the window. But then, like, how'd he die? They didn't show. No, he just spun off. He did, nothing yeah. happened okay. to him. So he could he still was be just up there on alive. that. <laughs> yeah. Except no but one he knows he's up there because his two, station two exploded. Very, two more very important questions. One, how did Elizabeth DeBecky know there was a gun? Yep, I was wondering that sense. too. It's like, was the locker two, in the room where her cell what, was? And, and two, why do they have a printer that makes a gun? Yes, exactly. I was like, <laughs> I was like, why do they have blueprints for a gun, Kyle? And he's like, they could have just got it off the internet. It's like, no, I will not accept that answer. <laughs> no, they didn't. They did not have access That's to the I, internet I, I at the time that he made either. the gun. Oh, they had no so communication. Great. Yeah, except oh, mm, 3D printed bagels. Who doesn't want one of those? <laughs> you know what a the pair, first yeah, thing, makes... if I build a space station with a 3D printer, the first thing I'm doing with that is making sure a gun cannot be made with it. Yeah. Is it was it an edible gun? But is like that... even, no, just even if they made a gun. It was a different machine. Like they made guns, <laughs> but what were those bullets from? They were plastic bullets, too. But they looked weird, like special. <laughs> yeah. I also yeah, don't like understand darts. why John Ortiz gets shot in the side. He dies. But Daniel Brühl gets shot twice. But he's okay. Yeah. This woman is so evil. <laughs> he just like, gets kind this of This is another thing. I was, like, freaking out over this woman being evil. And Kyle's just like, she's just trying to save her planet. It's like, that's not good now, enough. She's no, gut no, shooting I, everyone. That's the worst way to die. Not, <laughs> wouldn't that, like, doom her planet anyway? Like, no, because no, she regardless? thinks that they can salvage the like Cloverfield Station and save her world. Yeah, I think, and and the girl does. Uh, Hamilton does send the plans off. Yeah. The their date research to them. So you know, at if least. they have time to rebuild a station before <laughs> the war but why destroys did, everyone, I just don't get why they had to make Debecky like just like a cold blooded psycho at the end. Like, because it show that in she. Sunshine. But her no, it did not work in Sunshine. That's the, that's where that movie gets bad. <laughs> it worked in Sunshine because fine. he was a random person who we didn't have to stare at the whole movie, making these weird like sad faces. She was but a she, random person who ended up in the wall. But yeah. she, yeah, her but, rash- like in Sunshine, he w- well, I guess we don't want to say that because we want people to watch that and let's not spoil it. <laughs> Oops. Her, but yeah, like her- was that the twist you saw coming from all along? Like her turning evil? Yeah. 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 Yeah, but see, her rationale is sound. 
It is sound, like, but that doesn't mean she's a good person. But, but no, I'm not saying she's a good person. But she also didn't have to go psycho on it no. from them. I it's don't. Like, I, I why don't know. not just? Well, I guess it was if to they... have the Terminator. It was have to. It was to have the horror movie slasher moment at the end, where Hamilton is hiding in a room that's like five feet by five feet. Yeah. But DeBecky like slowly walks through it and can't see her running around the table. <laughs> yeah. And though I I thought her death was cool when they. She shot out the glass that was yeah, projecting a hurt. screen. They did it in Alien yeah. Resurrection. Although it was also kind of heavy-handed because it's like she had to shoot her family. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I didn't even think like about every, that. Everything in this has been taken from a better movie. Like, yeah, that was immediately. It was like, immediately my you thought. know the Not hand like, from like, like the Adams family and. <laughs> but it's like I don't like Alien Resurrection. I think that's a really poor movie. Like not good. Still better than this. Like, oh. Another so, thing uh, that I have a question about um, about Schmidt. Who opened the door to let him out? Yeah, the the sentient the, the, space the, the, the sentient space station apparently. Yeah, it was the space station. It was the um, paradox, of course. Because like, like that, right, it would have been interesting quest- with this whole dimension, like double dimension thing. Had there been more things like that interacting, that was obviously like. Maybe there was enough bleed that things happening on the... No, because it couldn't even be that way because that station was destroyed. <laughs> this movie makes no sense. Also, like, when they were lost... I have two major complaints. Wait, before I get to that, the, the gyroscope thing. I was going to say, there are definitely more than two complaints. <laughs> well, we just need to move on and talk about the other... The good movies yeah. in the series. Um, the... The, the fact that we didn't, they thought like one fo- half ass foosball game and them shooting the shit for like five seconds was going to make us care about all these characters yeah. was just baffling. I knew we were in trouble. <laughs> didn't you like that when early? The, when the foosball players freaked out and think, what is yeah. that about? Yeah, I'm like, ooh, maybe that has potential to do something. And... Yeah, I was like, and maybe then... the foosball players are actually alive no. and they're controlling <laughs> I'm gonna be, everything. I'm be totally honest. You know, do you know why I remembered the name Schmidt? It's because I didn't give a schmidt about anything in this oh, movie. Oh, my God. That's literally Burn. what happened in my head. It's like, I could not give two schmitts about these characters. I love Daniel Brühl and not Elizabeth Becky. I like Chris O'Dowd. Oh. I think I, th- I like Chris gave, O'Dowd, too. He gave the best line in this, which was the him and the Russian. The Russian's like, we're deaf not in Kentucky anymore. And he says, Kansas. And he's like, Kansas, really? Who gives a shit? And he's like, people from Kansas. And it's like, you don't know how true that is. <laughs> Coming from a Midwesterner? Yes. Um, and then also with the, so when they first lose Earth, like, and how is nobody... Like, Earth is gone. Uh. <laughs> like, no, first, nobody so looked bad. to see if the sun was still out there. Yeah. And two, like, they could very, if any of these people, at least one of these people would be able to look at the stars and know where the fuck they're at. Like, no, because they have shit or machines to do that for them now. They need that uh, little, they roll, the, that ball thing. The gyro. <laughs> they need that gyroscope. How thing did the gyro get The Russian him? guy didn't even that know just... it was inside him. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. yeah How do you not realize you way. have this giant tumor in your body? It wasn't like a little cube. It was like... It was like a volleyball. (laughs) (laughs) 
And it wasn't like he, like, it slowly grew inside him, and you don't feel the slow progression of it filling you. It's just like, oh, it was like magically there. Plus all the fucking worms. With like a gallon of worms. (laughs) Also, why did he explode? Because the worms needed to be set free. So we could have a moment where he's like, well, we know where the worms are now. Was that that supposed to be a nod? Are you guys really going to rip off Alien? And then they rip. Oh my god. Like I said, everything in this movie is either fucking terrible or fucking terrible and stolen from something else. Yeah, I can't believe you gave it one star, Ben. You really need to switch that to a half star on Letterboxd. Oh, no, I thought I gave it a half star. You gave it one. No. Oh, Jesus. I mean, it looked pretty. Yeah, well, I thought the sets were a little similar. There were a couple shots. I were but... thinking about like when we saw the station from the outside. It's yeah. Like, yeah, they had yeah. money for this. Fixed. Yeah. I wish Fixed. they would have paid a better screenwriter. <laughs> Anybody have any last complaints about this? Another argument Kyle had, though, was just that it wasn't two dimensions. It was like, you know how there's like an infinite di- number of yeah. dimensions? It's like, yeah, but they play it like things overlapping is just two dimensions because everything that comes over like the photo that has the jensen in it the giant lady blonde lady like that Mm -hmm. came over all the stuff she needs to like say schmidt's evil and a german spy comes over like all her data about like the family her the daughter and son being so it's like clearly it's just two dimensions i don't maybe it's supposed to be multiple dimensions but so much from two dimensions one more dimension than anything else this movie has yeah oh my gosh (laughs) we're gonna have to cut ben off soon um yeah cut that out in his i don't give a schmidt joke (laughs) all your all your dad jokes you're telling oh dude those are great whatever um okay dad would say that Let's talk about the original Cloverfield. Uh, let's try to... F- we can, you can talk about 10 Cloverfield Lane, but let's keep this conversation mostly yeah. on the original. Since um, that was Which the basic I was really excited for because I love kaiju monster movies, um, specifically Godzilla movies growing up. Um, I was so amped to celebrate my birthday to see the, the American Roland Emmerich Godzilla movie. That was... I think I remember that was one of the first times where I saw a movie and I was like, I don't think that was a good movie. Um, (laughs) And um, yeah, but this was um, the first Cloverfield movie that, or the first big kaiju movie I think that had really come out in since that one. And I really ate it up and rewatching it yesterday I, I mean, this movie is, like, fantastic, I think, through, until they get stuck in the subway. And then I think the pacing's a little off the rest of the way. Not, not like, minor quibbles. I'm still a real strong B-plus on this movie. But that move, the movie moves so, so well mm-hmm. for up until that point. Yeah, it's only, and like, 120, it, or no, not 120, yeah. an hour and well, 20 minutes. Well, that, that part of me makes me think, you know, they were stretching to get this movie over 80 minutes. Well, um, why I think they did that was because, like, I was looking at trivia today just to see if I could make sense of, like, the newer movie. But one of the things they were saying about this was that, like, the tape that the film is on is, like, hundred like it can be 80 minutes i think so the mm. length of the movie is the equivalent of one of those little tapes that it was felt like clever yeah 
That's really cool. Clever field. <laughs> Dad joke. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I just need so one more and I'm tied with you. I'm keeping that one in. I'm keeping that one in. Oh, um, oh my gosh. Stop being a sensitive Sally. Um, uh, so what it, um, but, but I think all of the little set pieces that follow that train scene really are the subway scene, which it does stop for, you know, the, the death, he, he gets a call from his mom and has to, you yeah. know, that, that I just think it could have been a, a tidbit shorter, but once they get back in the tunnels, that's a great little Oh, horror. And it gives us one of the best moments from monster movies ever with that little alien noise. It's like, <laughs> 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 it's like, seriously, I was looking up, I went on YouTube yesterday or two days ago to look up the trailer for Cloverfield Paradox. And the first thing that comes up when you put Cloverfield in is like Cloverfield alien noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's I got, I got to say like when, when uh, they turn the, the, nightlight thing on on the camera or turn the night, night vision, vision on mm-hmm. it's definitely a cool thing all... but that happens in so many movies now yeah i mean but i mean that's like a that's a found footage staple oh yeah point, for sure every that, found footage movie that has that to do that at least hell once. out when that like i was yeah that was good ugh. and i will say like just going back to found footage like what ben was talking about earlier I think it works so well with this one because so much of the found footage stuff other than maybe troll hunter in this is all like horror based in like, like demons or spirits or a haunted forest or something. So it's really cool that this is a found footage thing where they're not like stuff hiding around the corner or something or like out Mm -hmm. of frame. It's all just very much in your face and it keeps you like sucked into the moment with this stuff. Oh, so good. Part of, part of what adds to that too is it it does like, it makes the jaws, uh, effect like the, Oh, you can't see the monster. Can't see it. Mm -hmm. Don't know what it is. Like that absence of actually that, 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 uh, mystery and that fear of the unknown is so much more palpable. Yeah. But I don't think they didn't really do that with the found footage part so much as just we're seeing this movie from one perspective. So if he can't see the monster, you can't see the monster. Like it's behind those buildings and we can't get like this nice crane shot of the monster moving through the city. Yeah. But what what I'm saying is just like you see these, you see these little snippets and then you just see him running. It goes straight from, it's not like, what was that? It's just fuck this i'm out yeah and i'll say that's a better like as much as i gave credit to chris o'dowd in this it's like uh oh my god what's his name yeah tj miller was great it's like i don't know if any of that was ad-libbed or not but i would assume so because it's just like reacting so where you just hear him breathing is like i can't run anymore (laughs) well i love the stuff with him and lizzie kaplan too yeah you know who superman is too oh that was so dumb (laughs) it's like who doesn't know who superman is (laughs) Uh, but but I like that in the party scene, which take like ten minutes of this very like short movie is just the party scene setting this all up, and you can just see him like focusing in on her when he's supposed to be watching other things. It's so good. I think you were talking about the like the movie does a great job of beautifully framing the action when it mm-hmm. wants to, though. Yeah, and it, it it cheats it cheats very well. Like with um, news reports, you can get other angles of stuff there. Well, not even <laughs> that. Well, yeah, with that, I mean, yes, that, but also just even with the 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 camera that we're staying with, mm-hmm. you know, it it will all of a sudden have a frame framing where you get to see everything happening, 
And I think uh, and one thing I really stuck out to me in this movie uh, this this time watching it is how they the mo- the film does a great job of changing where they are to get a different angle on where the monster's at, mm-hmm. be it climbing up the skyscraper, you know, they keep getting higher and higher to show yeah. the scale of the yeah. the monster and the, the and, last yeah. shot in the helicopter. Well, yeah. The well, last shot goes, in the helicopter is great. Yeah, but then it goes from helicopter and then all the way back down yeah. like mm-hmm. straight up. Yeah. Like this monster, I don't know if they have like a, if it put a tracking beacon on these people, but it keeps finding them. And it's so bad. Poor TJ Miller just gets crushed. Okay, so I'm, I'm and then he up, walks um, away and like doesn't kill the other two. He's just like, I'm here for this guy. Stop filming me, you jerk. Paparazzi. According, so according to Wikipedia, the viral marketing campaign for Cloverfield suggested that the creature was an amphibious organism awakened by the fall of a satellite into the ocean. I heard that or something with like drilling or like offshore drilling did it. Yeah, because they had shots of like a boat being attacked, kind of like that's why I was leaving more like, oh, Godzilla, but it wasn't. Yeah. Um, but then, however, the events of the Cloverfield Paradox imply that the creature, along with the monster seen in the Cloverfield franchise, originated from a parallel dimension Which, that yeah. briefly bled into. Let's whatever. just, if we just have so few connections, let's not retcon everything. <laughs> I'm totally buying into the idea that if aliens or something like that happens to us, it will be like from the many one of the infinite alternate universes. Yeah. Because basically it seems next to impossible for a race of creatures to have the energy to travel across the expanse of our universe. <laughs> so they would have to be like shortcut it through just being in the you same space as us from another They could be cloaked on Venus universe. right now. You never know. <laughs> Um, but I, the, the, the action and we, I, the, 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 the set pieces are fantastic in this movie. Every single one we get, um, I think the way that uh, the Brooklyn bridge sequence is, I think, again, is just like they sneak in the, the Matt Reeves gets the perfect shot and it might only be a second or two sometimes, but it, you get the full scope of the destruction that's happening around them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you just see the the tail just destroy yeah. the bridge, yeah. Um, Did question about oh, now that we're also, talking about the creature design with that tail? It had like hooves. It was a weird looking yeah, creature. Yeah, well, it like walks. It walks on its knuckles. Like yeah, a, it did that. But then it of. had like if you looked closely at it, it had like raptor arms. But at the end of them, instead of claws, it was hooves. Is what it looked <laughs> like. It's like it's, what I'm kind of? It's like a chimera alien. I'm looking at the toy right now, and it's... It has a toy. Not, not that I have it. Well, no, they, they did a limited edition run. Oh, I got that. But it's this... It's got, like, long fingers that bend forward. It, it's... It is just a weird-looking thing. Its head looks kind of yeah, like... Yeah, it also has, like, the amphibious, like, breathing thing that frogs do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The tail is definitely kind of, like, um, aquatic. It's like almost I think like a paddle. I'm surprised how well that final shot of it holds up too. In um, well, I mean, a lot of that looks... final shot is in shadow. Yeah, but it, no, I'm talking like down. when yeah. he's looking up at him. Yeah, a lot of it's in, it shadow, in shadow because the sun is behind it. Oh well, it still looks pretty good. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying it doesn't. Um, I'm just saying they get yeah. away with stuff like with hand cam. You get the blurriness, so you don't have to do fine detail in that. It's shadow. Um. um. There were a couple uh, shoddy 
blue blue screenshots but again this i think this held up better effects wise than uh hancock did oh you know what um i also thought that was really interesting i don't like it's kind of silly but i also thought it was really cool it's just like the parasites that i guess them biting you makes you explode yeah what is i want to know can we talk to a biologist <laughs> and get one on the phone and figure out that like, process how does this because it's like he's tj miller at one point said that it's like the one was trying to drag him off and you see one like the guy had been had his stomach like eaten out so it's like mm-hmm. what is the point of biting something that you want to consume if you're going to make it explode it's like it's a, and they it's were a really cool worried about trick. her blowing up in with everybody around her too yeah. so yeah so it must have some serious force i forgot that well, I someone know, got out of people out of this thing or when too. she blew up weren't they yeah but, like two people rushed her into a tent there's like three people yeah. in that shadow yeah maybe they just up. wanted to get her in that tent so the spray didn't infect anyone because who knows how yeah. this works i guess yeah um i forgot that the girlfriend gets away oh yeah i for some reason i don't know what movie i'm thinking of maybe it's i am legend or something but i always thought that uh, jessica lucas's character like her chopper when it goes up it you then see it like get knocked down or something no i thought that was gonna happen too but uh, you you thought they would have called it out though there was there was a shot Oh, the the, the brother. Yeah, the brother's the brother's girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, the, um, right. okay. At yeah, one yeah. point, you do say something like "tumble out of the sky" or not? Maybe not. Yeah. It looks like it's coming from the sky and roll across the ground. It looks like the car, like the main body of a helicopter. So it could yeah. have been hers for all we know. They just didn't do a good job. If it is the case of hers. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm assuming she lived, and that would be a good way to tie in another movie coming back to her. But no, we won't do that. <laughs> Or like, I, no, screw her though. I want to go, she could be, no, because they're in different places. You're not going to go from New York to Louisiana, which is where the second movie is. I just want to go back to Mary Elizabeth Winstead's character at the end oh. of that did movie. You guys, did you guys see, uh, did you guys go to the after credits thing? For Clover? Of the what? first one? Cloverfield. There's like Apparently there's a very brief audio thing where you have to play it backwards to understand what it says. Yeah. It's like, so it it's still alive, credits, isn't it? Radio- Radio chatter can be heard. It can be perceived as help us. But when played in reverse, it says it's still alive. Mm. Yeah. So I guess nukes didn't do anything. <laughs> I don't know. Was it I supposed don't think to it be was a nuke? Because you're no, definitely no, getting okay, rid of so, just Manhattan with nukes. Yeah, but what, whatever they did to it, that's like, I feel like that should have killed it. <laughs> if that doesn't kill it, I don't know if a nuke is going to be able to do anything more. It's the same... I don't know if the force can be that much more if it's still point blank, you know? Yeah. That's crazy, though. Did they have a shot of the of the camera inside the mouth at the end? Did anybody get that vibe that, like, the, the camera was... He got chomped on the inside in some capacity? Well, yeah, because you can hear him yeah. when he dies. And then the camera drops, remember? Yeah. So, yeah logic would lead you to well i just want i just wonder if you like slowed it down if there was an actual like you're in the mouth like you it's just so frantic at that point yeah i don't know if there's enough detail it's not like we're experiencing finding nemo inside the whale (laughs) probably probably um i think 
the cast is pretty solid in this movie, but I think the two brothers are definitely the kind of the weak point for it. Like I don't I don't get how this Rob guy ever got this Beth girl to get together with him. I mean, I know they've been friends forever, but I don't know. He seems kind of like a slubby loser to me, but I don't know. I didn't get that opinion from him. Or opinion. I yeah, yeah, I didn't I mean, form he that. Like he was a, like a creepy drunk. And... Well, I think he was a he was, I think he was Okay, like have you never guy, been upset and sulking? <laughs> like, of know, course he's sulking. This girl shows up to his party with another boyfriend like a month after they ha- like were together. Necessary. And he doesn't like have the right to be that way because so... he ignored her for that month, but whatever. And the party had so many people, so he clearly, like, people liked him, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know, Except Lizzie Kaplan met him like twice. She didn't know who he was. <laughs> I was worried re-watching the movie when it started if they were going to make her, like, a bitch. Like, I couldn't remember, like, and it was like, oh, we're going to kill the mean girl. But they actually do a pretty good job of making her likable. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of on her side by the time she gets killed. Yeah, if anything, um, I didn't like um, Beth because for one reason, she's making them go back into the city. Everyone died because of her, basically. <laughs> like so that, I don't think she made anybody how, do anything. Well, she did call the guys like, oh, I yeah. can't, I need help, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, for him, like, I, okay, I won't be upset with her. I'll be upset with um, who we were just talking about, Rob. Because <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like... Because he's just go- he's like no because they didn't have to follow him you know what I'm I won't put blame anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> he did give him lots of chances. Yeah, he to did. Not he even him. told them not to come. Don't you like though how they needed everyone to lift um, Beth from her skewer, which she mm-hmm. seemed just fine with after that. It's like it was like oh yeah, she was like sprinting heart, after that, but then she's like running <laughs> yeah. a marathon out of New York. <laughs> it's like, um, well, I mean, it was that the be adrenaline. To like adrenaline or something. Yeah. I think adrenaline is no longer there if you've been skewered for an hour or so. All right, that's uh, fair. <laughs> the shot, though, of the, the of the him putting the camera down and sliding to obscure that—that that was a clever little uh, shot. Yeah, they did a lot of good well. stuff with the camera, like going back to when T.J. Miller died, and it was like tr- auto focusing mm-hmm. on his face and the grass there. The face. grass. And that yeah. was a really cool mm-hmm. shot. I appreciated mm-hmm. that. The, so again, yeah, yeah. When done well, yeah, Matt, found footage stuff can be very good. <laughs> yep. Matt Reeves has gone on. He d- did um, the uh, Let Me In and nice. uh, the last two Planet of the Apes movies. Yep. Um, he's he's a very a very good director. Yeah, I can't I, I can't watch those movies. I think I just wasn't prepared for how much of like. <laughs> a downer the third movie is i don't know i mean aren't um, they all i just watched the first one and that was a downer enough because in the end you have no one to cheer for because the first one like is the humans are hurting apes but then the apes are killing everyone it's like so who am i supposed the to apes cheer aren't for killing everybody at the end of that movie you're missing they were on the that. bridge that gorilla definitely went off on some people they were trying to the, the cops who were trying to murder him it's all self-defense well, I mean, they, they were, were they honestly were just they were rampaging <laughs> well it's the only way they could get to the bridge is by rampaging to get to mere woods they no they were in the they were in the trees and then they tried to go over the bridge you're giving those apes too much trouble but the third one is just like third one the the first one is like the most happy of any of those movies there's like there's like no joy in the second or the third one um and i wasn't ready for that 
but um he is a great director and i kind of hope he doesn't end up doing this batman movie i'd like to see him try something else to be honest but we'll see okay but back to cloverfield yes (laughs) um does anybody else have any thoughts on the original cloverfield um do you remember when it first came out at the time was there any like anger because of 9-11 imagery like with the whole I don't know, but the, the buildings the, falling with dust. Or... That's an excellent point to bring up. the The imagery of the first the first incident it it was so well done. Mm-hmm. The terror that those scenes of them just the confusion and the what do we do? Statue of Liberty's head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of it is just it, that was so effective, and um, and that was the part of the movie that really, really just was working. Yeah. 100%. And uh, once it turned into more of a monster movie, um, I think it's not as strong. But as a reflection of, you know, post 9-11 terrorism, mm-hmm. mass destruction, it, it was... Oh, yeah. Because at one point, I think someone says, like, if you listen carefully, you can hear someone say, is it terrorists or something? Yeah. They, they, they mentioned it quite a few times, actually. Yeah. When they're, like, going up to the roof. It was... that That is the, the most effective work in the, I don't the movie. See... I don't see anything like referencing that, uh, like concerns of. Yeah, you never know because I, I know the... in one of the Transformers yeah. movies, people got really upset because one of them flew into a building. Mm. So you never know. Uh, what if they didn't put that shot of, from the trailer in the movie? That would have been bold. Oh, oh yeah. You, would what would John done. say? What the hell was good? <laughs> <laughs> what would John say? Apparently, they had to enlarge the size of the Statue of Liberty's head because, in actuality, it's not that big. Mm-hmm. And so, people who saw it were just like, "No, that's horrible! It looks awful!" It's like, but that's what it is. <laughs> they, um, yeah, all the, the that that sequence actually is like a long. It's a sneaky single take that I imagine um, has a break in the middle of it when they're. Uh, when they're inside the bodega and then they come back outside and the city is just like completely messed up and like, uh, yeah, it was just, just some really sneaky, great filmmaking going on in this movie by Reeves. Um, yeah. I have a question for you guys because I was talking about how much I like the found footage thing. Did you ever, I like a problem with a lot of these movies is like, why is this person still recording? Did you ever feel that way with this movie? I think the people need to know line, is, yeah. yeah, it made sense it's, for it, that, but like yeah. them grabbing the movie or the camera after T.J. Miller died, it kind of felt like okay, that's this is where we're getting to it, where it would no longer be recording. Although, like, yeah, I mean, what, they recorded like their testimony or not. He did that, but, but like, in my their, mind, their in my I mind, like if I think was... we're going to be bombed, there's no way I would think a camcorder would survive this. <laughs> so I wouldn't <laughs> think to grab it and be like, "Well, we tried." <laughs> I think it's just you know they were hoping. Yeah. You know? And it did survive, apparently. Yeah, that it did. It survived okay. and had the dar- the Dharma stamp on it. And... Where was the Dharma stamp? In the very beginning of the movie, before like the actual yeah. footage starts clicking in, you'll see it like flash really quickly. Mm-hmm. And there was also something, it said something else like, what is it, DARPA? Uh, Drew Goddard also wrote this, who directed... He does um... a lot of Buffy stuff, doesn't he? That yeah, name sounds familiar. Yeah, I think familiar. that's where he came from. Yeah, he directed. Did he do Cabin, Cabin in the Woods? Woods yeah, that's well. it. <laughs> yeah. 
Which is a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. We're actually get, finally getting another Drew Goddard directed movie this year, I think. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. It sounded interesting. Let you um, keep talking and I'll look. Okay. Um, but this was kind of like J.J. pulling off his like two... I think Matt Reeves and Drew Goddard are kind of the most successful guys to come out of um, the Bad Robot mm-hmm. verse. I think at this point. Okay, IMDb has him directing X Force and Bad Times at the El Royale. Yeah, but that's that one's actually happening. Yeah, um, that's filming currently. With Chris I heard Hemsworth the and Dakota X-Force Johnson and John Hamm. Aren't they talking and about Nick Offerman? How everybody's? Didn't they say everybody in this Deadpool, the X Force, is getting revealed in this Deadpool trailer today or something? Oh, I don't I know. I didn't so. watch it. Uh, okay. The Defenders. He wrote the defend part of the Defenders too. Yeah, he was like on. He was supposed to direct the Sinister Six movie when that was still a thing. Oh, the the Amazing Spider-Man spinoff. Yeah, and yeah. then and then he did some work on Daredevil, but then left the show. Um, so he's been like he's been like getting kind of <laughs> he's been shifted off a few projects, mm-hmm. and I'm glad he's finally making well, something new again. He did. A, he's done a lot of stuff. He did the screenplay for The Martian. He did the screenplay yes. for World War Z. Yes, um, he's, his writing has been prolific, but yeah. his his chance to be the a show, a, a showrunner, B, um, uh, d- directing another movie. I mean, I think Cabin in the Woods is one of the best. Oh, he's writing the adaptation of Robopocalypse. Oh yeah, well he's already done that. Spielberg just decided not to do that for some reason. I forgot. What they're not making his... that movie anymore? I enjoyed the uh... book. Not at this point, I don't think. They had Hemsworth attached to Star, but I forgot why it fell apart. Apparently, was... John Krasinski was supposed to be in um, Cloverfield Paradox, but mm. he didn't do it because instead O'Dabro? he did the Jack um, Reacher Re- show. Ryan. Or yeah, Jack Ryan. Ryan. Jack Reacher is yeah. Tom Is he Cruise. supposed to be doesn't, the captain? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I think like, he was supposed to be the captain. That show is just kind of... That, kind of, that show is kind of bleh. He dodged a bullet. Well, I mean, he, de- he dodged a bullet oh, he's not saying... being Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. That's no, he's saying, saying even like if he d- even if that movie's even just if... okay. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. The show. Yeah, the, show. the show is like, it's, I mean, it's it's got its work cut out. Well, I don't, I don't think this movie hurts the careers of any of these actors by any oh, means. Oh, no, but, but like, yeah. it would definitely be an it, embarrassing but it would spot hurt in my for mind. me. Yeah. Like, um. I don't know. I like all these people. I'm not going to... Oh, yeah. I'm not going to, like, stop seeing their stuff, but it's still going to be, like... It's not going to be the first thing they mention them starring in when they're talking no. to people. Yeah. <laughs> that Goo Goo Mothra girl is really great, and she's been... She's been it's in like a Gugu few other Mabatha-ra. things. Goo Goo Mabatha Ra. I don't um, know if that's how you pronounce it. She's in Jupiter Ascending. She's, like, part elephant. No, oh, she's the one God. with the mouse ears. Um, Why? But... Um, Beyond the Lights is what she's known for. <laughs> yeah, she's good. I hope she she needs to be in more stuff. Yeah, um, she okay. can do a good cry on cue. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, she was doing a good job of acting that emotion. It's just like she you turned, didn't earn she any of it. She turned those hallways like nobody's business. Yeah. Oh, man, she looked awful running. I don't think she'd ever <laughs> run before. <laughs> it's um, like a Mass Effect it's like, She was really pumping those running. fists. God, another thing about that movie is like, some of these people are speaking and they're like 
native tongue but it's like is that what the german accent sounds like (laughs) and then david oyelowo was doing an american accent and half the time Mm -hmm. i was like i don't think that's correct it's like (laughs) maybe he's an immigrant into the united states and still has his old accent kind of because isn't he british yeah that was such a nothing part for him oh well a lot of these were nothing parts yeah hey at least the russian guy got to explode with worms yeah um you went out uh, with a bang oh dad God. number three <laughs> um i'm gonna wrap this up that's probably don't the see, best. <laughs> don't i hope you didn't see cloverfield paradox but at least they you didn't just, have to pay for it if they did yeah that's the best thing about it probably mm-hmm. um and Aren't i hear it was on netflix now yeah well i well well, uh, well i found it funny it's my own thing here but I instantly tweeted "fuck Paramount" hashtag "fuck Paramount" because I was pissed they sold the release, and then I was like two thirds of the way through the movie, and I decided to tweet "smart Paramount" hashtag "smart Paramount" yeah. because <laughs> they, they made the right decision to get all their money back for this from Netflix. Um, I think everybody won here except fans of the Cloverfield uh, franchise. Yeah. Uh, Netflix got the hype and talk discussion. Paramount got their money back. And then Paramount apparently is still going to release, is planning on releasing the next one in theaters. So, uh, yeah, they're not going to start selling them all off. Do we have any idea what the fourth one's supposed to be about? Yes, it is. The paratroopers, paratroopers dropped in the day before D-Day to help clear, because this really happened. Um, They, they, the paratroopers got dropped in before D-Day to clear some guns and stuff so for to hopefully clear the beaches for um the soldiers and this follows a group of paratroopers who come across nazis who basically have supernatural powers and monsters what? and shit fighting for so them so how something. does it tie in who knows i'd be okay if it didn't because i don't think i don't think they're not i mean so many of these movies they could just make the movie and not be make it a cloverfield movie (laughs) like i want it to actually feel like a cloverfield movie what i thought of with with lane and i was okay with it's like cloverfield was like a title of i think cloverfield's just supposed to be genre movie you're getting a genre movie they don't have to be connected. It's just supposed yeah. to be, hey, this is the type of movie. You should know what kind of movie you're getting into. <laughs> like, It's so funny because it's like, what if the extended universe was just like random things called Cloverfield, but it had nothing to do with aliens? Because, you know, it's like the Cloverfield space station, the Cloverfield alien, and that's the only alien movie in the Cloverfield, 10 Cloverfield Lane. And then we'll get like, we'll get a movie about like a Cloverfield field. <laughs> where someone picks a four-leaf clover and it's their lucky day it'll be a nice clover. comedy that will be cloverfield four this nazi thing is a lie it's cloverfield four <laughs> like fast and the furious with all those titles the fast and the clover i don't know I, I mean like it's a four-leaf clover so cloverfield yeah. four which uh, four-leaf clover uh, it doesn't have to make sense just pretend <laughs> Oh, also didn't make any goddamn sense that they, they're like, we just got this energy saving station back online. It's really in bad shape. Let's leave. Yeah. 
They ejected. That's the other thing. It's like if they're doing this whole multi-dimensional thing again, like what they should have done at the end of the movie would have been like instead of them going back to the right planet, which we're assuming they did, because we don't actually see them like interact with the people on our Earth. But it's like if they went to another dimension, it's like it just keeps happening. It's a loop. Because like, why would doing the same thing send them like correct the course? Why wouldn't it just further screw things up? Yeah. It's, it's clearly some sort of super science that we have yet to understand. They probably created some monsters in the one they left, so they really fucked that situation up. <laughs> yeah, they, the Earth they left, like, DeBecky's Earth is just double fucked. <laughs> Why was this movie originally called God Particle? Well, God Particle, the, that's what they... Um, the, the particle accelerator at CERN, mm-hmm. that was what they said. They were trying to find the God Particle... Well, yeah, but, like, the God particle, isn't it, like, what gives everything mass? Isn't that what the God particle is? It's like, yeah, what would be created when two atoms would run into each other. Okay, so that'll do it for our Cloverfield discussion. So next week we're going to be discussing another 19, or our first 1998 flashback uh, out of sight, the Steven Soderbergh film. You did not hear me promote it last week because I cut it out after we had decided to switch to the Cloverfield movie. Yeah, out of sight, Steven Soderbergh, George Clooney, um, Jennifer Lopez. It's one of my favorite movies, I think, especially from Soderbergh. And um, I already know Ben's thoughts on the movie, but we're not going to share that with you yet. Um, Wait, how do you know my thoughts? You told me your general thought on the movie. You're right, you're right, my bad. Um... (laughs) Uh, so watch Out of Sight for next week, and I hope you didn't watch Cloverfield Paradox, but I do hope you watch the other two Cloverfield movies, because they're really good movies, and I, I'm i still looking forward to the future of the franchise, if that's what we're calling it. Yeah, that's um, also a bummer. Paradox should have had a different alien. Because it's like, why are the aliens different in 10 Cloverfield Lane? So many questions. You're thinking too much, I think, with these. Yeah, that's the problem, because you don't understand it, so then you think too much to try to understand it, and it just makes you angry. And then you become Kyle, right? Isn't that... No. No, he doesn't think about it, and that's why he enjoyed it. (laughs) Well, he thinks about it, but he's, like, talking about, like, time and space and how it broke that, and so everything can happen because there are no rules. It's like, yeah, whatever. That's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But until then, I'm Zach Oldenburg. You can uh, read my ranty review of the Cloverfield Paradox on uh, middleofrow.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Letterboxd, at Zach Oldenburg. And, um, yeah. Oh, I guess I should do... um, You can follow us on Twitter, too, at at uh, middleofrow.twitter.com. Um, <laughs> or just uh, I'm f- enter at middle of row like you yeah. usually do. Search at, at middle of row and follow us and get updates on um, our when podcasts drop, new stories drop um, on the website, and um, some occasionally you'll get some insights into our infighting on Twitter too if you like that kind of stuff. I don't know. Middle of row has been slacking. Yeah, it has. Ben. I'm Ben Grigsby. You can follow me on Letterboxd. Grigsby Bear. You can follow me on Twitter at the Grigsby Bear. Uh, Should have kept those the same. 
Grigsby Bear and Grigsby Bear. It's very different. I know, that's my point. Should have just made, kept them the same. <sighs> anyway, uh, you can find, you can follow all of us on Facebook at uh, Middle of the Row. What a dad John? What? Oh, John's not right here. <laughs> Lauren? You already did John's part. It would have been funnier if you did it. <laughs> Whatever, I reckon. Right, and I'm Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter and Letterboxd at Beware of Trees. I did not change it because I'm smart like that. Smart move. Smart yeah, move. and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofroad.tumblr.com. Thanks, everybody. Watch out of sight. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the road. Bye.